everyone welcome back to yet another episode of reckless attack a dungeons and dragons fifth edition actual actual listen to me we actually play we're playing here on right this, now right on this podcast <laughs> this is actually dungeons and dragons right now my Woo! name my <laughs> we did it <laughs> i am usurping the cheers that you did for dungeons and dragons for me for i am nathan and i am your illustrious dungeon master here i guess it's evening for us but I'm assuming all of you are listening at 5 a.m. Central Standard Time when our episodes drop every Tuesday. So good morning to the rest of you. It has been a fun what, nine episodes now. Things have come to a bit of a head. It's questionable if we'll make it to episode 10 at this rate, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is the Reckless Attack Some Guarantee. Might. Yeah. <laughs> right, First yeah. of all, that the Reckless Attack Guarantee is... That even if we TPK, we'll put out another episode. It might be a couple weeks it, as it, we dry it, our tears. It might be and, a campaign wrap. Yeah, right. <laughs> it could be. That's true. But we'll at least give you one. We'll give you an episode of closure. How about that? As I promise. You can hear us all cry on air. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's pretty neat. What other podcast <laughs> that's pretty neat. offers <laughs> such services? First of all, I would like to start. It's appropriate for question mark the last episode of the grung of the grung arc the gods damn these grung arc the individual playing a frog person and also wearing a frog person hat here at the recording table who are you tell us your whole frog based deal my whole shtick hi everyone my name is jonathan and i play checkers the grung druid and his trusty frog palmango and before this session, I definitely asked Nathan if Checkers was far enough from the combat to run away, and the answer was yes. Yep. So yes, he did. May or may Can't not for it. come up, but that is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and leaving and that option on the table. Yeah, right. Yes. Just It'll, putting it out there in case it happens. Yep. Game time decision. We'll see what happens. Hi, I'm David, and I'm saying you can set our Reckless Attack podcast as your alarm if you want to listen to us at 5 a.m. Ooh, <laughs> that's pretty fun. I like that Also, idea. I'm Kaskarin, and I play Dwarven Warlock. <laughs> and also, I'm a Reckless Attack shill. <laughs> yeah. I was paid to say this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is, insert name here, and I am playing a character. Steve, let's call your bluff. Let's try that again. Hello, everyone. My name is Steve, and I am playing Sylvesterlin, the dragonborn monk. And I am being the fastest one of the characters in the party. I am also looking forward to fleeing for my life. Nice. So <laughs> we can uh, flee in opposite that. directions. They can choose which one they want yeah, to follow. Yeah, uh, that gives us the best odds of survival. Hi, everyone. I am Sophie. I play Valeska, the human asterisk cleric of the Arcana domain. Val would flee for her life if she would probably survive the next round. There's a lot <laughs> happening. Selv and Checkers getting away versus Valeska and Kaskarin getting away. Those I are different. would beat Cass. That's, That's true. true. I just yeah. have to outrun Cass. That's... 
True. And yes. he's a lot louder. And we'll just leave it there, I think. That seems like a good place. Uh, well, it, it seems, it seems like we've already picked yeah. sides. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we figured the strategy yeah, out. Right. I remember listening to like episode one and two, and there was so much enthusiasm, right? And I, you know, I remember a lot of moments of, ah, oh, I love Checkers. And you, know, you love him so much. I love this character. Ooh, it's so neat when Selv does this. There were like, even a couple episodes where Val was stepping up for Casker and to be like, hey, hold on. I'm going to be there for my guildmate, for my future friend, whatever. And now it's just like, well. Wait, we're friends. I mean, you're talking about trying to outrun him. <laughs> well, as, as my death. friend, you would so, want me to escape. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. And let the histories show that all it took to break this party apart was getting faced down by a fat grung riding a 15-foot tall creature. I mean, I would like to point out that we, the players, are ready to just bolt and leave everybody else's characters behind. But the characters, Val would never. Val would I mean, never. We'll see how it plays at the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, slowly looking over at Jonathan slash checkers. <laughs> my, my whole I, turn said, is- I said Val would <laughs> never. Yep, yep, yep. All my turns are going to be, oh, I'm not going to tell you what checkers is doing. <laughs> yeah. And then like after the battle, just checkers is like on the other side of the forest somewhere. Checkers takes no, two, checkers two arms full, all yeah, right. two arms full yeah, of yeah, right. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Adopting a French accent. Right. <laughs> so and, and riding a baby brawl. Right? Any, anyway, to reset the scene, again, the attack has happened. You see your rival adventuring guild, the Verdant Wave, across the battlefield from you. Specifically, you see Giannis Varga, the commander, who you have already had had several We'll say encounters with, better way to put it, you've had several confrontations with in your approximately 30 minutes of knowing him. He and the caravan guard and his turtle wizard are crashing down like their wave namesake onto the grung and are clearly being very effective at cutting through them. Whereas you guys have mostly been trying to beeline for the pen where they have kept many of the mortals and monsters and animals that serve as their servants, as their mounts and what have you. And right at the end of last session, the high overlord, the most beautiful grung of all grungs has stepped up to you on his giant mount. And it said, you will make excellent servants of the High Lord. It's been a few episodes. I would like to go around the table, kind of in this dramatic moment where the battlefield stops as everyone realizes the High Lord has entered combat. Describe to me your character, what they're doing, what their attitude is, what they look like just in the most dramatic, cinematic fashion that you can. Val is on a knee because she recently took a heavy blow from the red grung approaching her and trying to collect herself. She's looking at the ground for a quick moment, but knows her mission and her purpose is to save people and to save these people here so she can't give up. She looks up, and as her face comes up, you see the heavy blow hit her in the face and has this huge gash 
by her hairline on one side of her face. So one side of her face is dripping in blood and it's this duality of her where it's just one part of her is bloodied and beaten, ready to give up. But most of her is resolute and here for her friends and her mission. Very cool. So you see a small three foot tall blue tree frog wearing a leather cloak and a kilt and a black tricorn hat sort of emerge from the tree line. He loads a frog stone into his crossbow and just stares across the battlefield. For a while, he's just been trying to stay out of combat and focus on getting the rung out of the pen. But as soon as he sees the high overlord and his massive mount start to approach the battlefield, he just giggles to himself almost like (laughs) as he like no longer contain just how excited he is that this is just unfolding in front of him and he just feels the need to just jump in there and start climbing the giant mount as quickly as he can (laughs) he's like I can't stay here any longer I have to go (laughs) and you see him get ready to just launch himself into the battlefield awesome Kaskrin is a middle-aged dwarf covered in golden spirals, and his arms and his legs are made of stone. He is a rock man, and for the first time in a very long time, he feels that way. He feels like the embodiment of his patron, the Eternal Citadel, and it's as if, as he is moving through the battlefield, the world is moving around him. He is not moving through it. He is... Right now, a dwarf of singular focus. Yeah, he's a rock. Yeah, to save these people. He has his maul. He's taken some damage, but he kicks away the grung nearby him, only to see through the flickering shadows of these torches, a huge creature approach him from behind. He rotates to face it and sees the figure of this golden grung in his mount. And the only thing going through his mind is... Bring it on. I don't know how I can follow those. <laughs> I'm suddenly realizing that Selv is tall. Yeah. I, I mean, even among this group, if he was average human size, yeah. he would be tall. <laughs> right. yeah. It's a diminutive. Selv is, is tall plus because he stands about six foot five. And I'm realizing now that that is two stacks of frogs. It's true. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Accurate. He's kind of wearing this loose-fitting gi that is a combination of golds and reds. And his scales are gleaming a little silver in the torchlight. When the fireball went off in the middle of this camp, the light that it shed around was reflected off of his scales. That way he was kind of turned to face this enormous creature that looks like it's going to be barreling down upon them. He steadies himself, he kind of steps back with his right foot, and he gets his staff ready, and he looks between that creature and the grung that was on the horse that had just previously mm-hmm. charged him with the, I don't know what else to call it, double spear? The it's spear the, the, essentially the, taped to a second spear. Yes, yes, the twice-long spear. He kind of looks between that. There's this recognition of, I think I know what to do. And then he looks at the large creature which has this golden grung riding upon mm-hmm. it on some kind of throne. And he's looking quickly around the throne itself. And we will see when we Go start if he spots what he's looking for. And we're back in initiative. 
Self. Top of the order, a couple reminders. The High Lord obviously is there. The large mount giant creature is also there. There is one blue grung who's kicking around. There is two green grungs who are still over by the pen itself. One of them who's been hit and is riding some sort of a boar creature. There is a red grung who really just took a crack at Val. There is a blue grung on a horse with the double spear and has tried to do kind of a ride-by joust of you. What do you do? This golden grung is on some type of throne that is attached to this large creature. Yes. Can I tell how it is attached? Is it ropes? Is it tied on? It is essentially being worn as a backpack. This is a a wooden structure. There are several ropes going around each shoulder and a couple across its chest as well. So kind of four, at least that you can tell, it seems like four points of contact, if that makes sense. It does. How far is that creature from me? Oh, it's... You can easily move up to it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the mind link that is currently with Val and just get a... First of all, are you okay? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) How far is the red grung from Val? About 20 feet. Okay. Then I'm going to shout out to Cass, and I'm assuming Val will also hear, Cut the ropes. And then I'm going to move to hit once, possibly twice, uh, the red grung that is next to Val. First attack against the red grung. 14. Yep, that hits. Five points of damage. Then I will use my bonus action to take a second attack. 19 on the die. Three points of damage. It is still up, so you give it a couple good whacks. You are up on this thing. I am going to interpose myself between Val and this red grung. Perfect. So you Val. just hear in your mind, thank you. <laughs> you guys hear Selv cry out. You can see Selv run across the face of this giant creature and go and protect Val. Casprin still has one blue grung by him that he has not felled quite yet. Yes. He hears Selv calling out from the distance and takes just the briefest second to assess the situation. He sees the ropes. He sees the grung. He is actually going to first drop his hammer on the ground. Ooh. Clasp his hands together and cast Armor of Agathus on himself. Ooh. He gets five temporary HP, and then when someone does damage to him, they will also take cold damage. Temporary HP being HP that is tacked on and is like a separate extra pool on top of your usual, usual hit points. Right. So what that looks like is a bunch of golden translucent wooden spikes that pop out of the ground around him and surround him in a circle before disappearing. So it's like wooden fortification from, yeah, from the castle wall. His maul is on the ground. He reaches to a partially submerged large stone boulder and he casts stone forming. From the stone, he pulls a long pole-like weapon. He pulls out a halberd that has just an axe yeah, on the awesome. side. So switching out his bludgeoning weapon for a slashing one. And he moves forward away from the grung next to him to intercept the large golden grung. Some real hero ship. So the blue grung is going to take an attack of opportunity against you. Cool. An 11 to hit, which I assume is no good. How close are you going to go up to the high lord or the creature? 
I will probably be about 15 feet away okay. from him. Yep, perfect. It is now the High Lord's turn. You hear from up above you this croaking, garbly voice call out something that you don't understand. And Kaskarin, you can see this chubby golden face look out over the little palisade thing that it has and it looks at you its head pops down and then it re-emerges holding one of the filled bladders that you guys have not investigated but it does you're about to find out as it chucks it down make me a dexterity saving throw please why does it have to be dexterity (laughs) two I rolled a three on the die oh good yeah okay Nine points of poison damage. That is halved to four as a dwarf. The High Lord again pops out and holds one of these inflated, essentially sacks, basically, and chucks it down, and you are totally unable to get away. You're holding this big, rocky weapon. You're charging in. You are being the rock that things are moving around and not being moved by. However, that is a little bit of a detriment when you have to get out of the way of something. Yep. There is just this big pop of force that explodes and you can't quite tell it looks like in the middle of this thing is a piece of like rotten fruit that has exploded at your feet or actually I'm not even say your feet probably on you and been so concussive that it does a little bit of poison damage to you the high lord looks down nods and then ducks back down Kaskrin like he was like staring into his face and then feels this force and is like coughing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's nauseating. Yeah. yeah, right. But it's the Blue Grung's turn. He is going to hop over to you, Kaskrin, and he is going to try and slap your stony arm. But how can she slap? It's a natural 20. Oh, man. Oh, no. Does three points of damage <laughs> on a natural 20. Make me a constitution saving throw against poison, please. 12. Ooh, so wait, Don't you have advantage? advantage? Oh, I did. As a dwarf? Still 12. Everyone, everyone at the table just turned to me like, don't worry, don't have advantage. You have the advantage. Oh, you did not take the potion. No, because no, he's a dwarf. Yes, yes. All right. That was a blue grung. It slaps you and has this devilish look on its face. You do not see it as it comes up behind you and slaps you and you feel it bounce off of your, of your arm and you look up to the high lord in front of you and everything goes black. You're blinded until the start of your next turn. As the blue grung slaps Kaskrin, the golden wooden spikes from around him suddenly materialize into his foot and his leg, dealing five points of damage. And does it do the full five points, or does it do whatever... Nope, still does five points of damage. As long as there are temporary hit points left, and it, does, one left. it does the full point. What does it look like when you kill this grung who has slapped you? <laughs> so it, like, he slaps Kaskrin and then all of a sudden his foot and lower calf are just skewered by this spike that's appeared out of nowhere. The grung falls forward but is held in place until the spikes vanish a moment later and then falls to the ground. And, and you're blind while you're doing it so it's like just I don't even reflex. Yeah, oh, I don't even. It's awesome. Checkers, seeing all of the various things happening, seeing the blue grung on a horse with the double spear riding around yep. the battlefield <laughs> and the high overlord stomping towards Kaskrin, he knows it is time to move and time to run in. So he is going to get his legs ready to just leap into the battle. He jumps 20 feet into the clearing 
does sort of an acrobatic tumble as he lands and starts running his way or hopping his way towards the High Overlord, meanwhile casting the spell Entangle. He is going to try and cast Entangle underneath the Blue Rung and the Horse to try and keep it from moving. What I'm going to try and do is, I, I'm going to wreck on this a little bit from the last time, so Entangle is a 20-foot cube, yes, as I remember last time, but what it looks like is you see this large bits of seaweed sprout out from the 20-foot cube and wrap around anything in that area. Ooh. So I'm going to have that horse make me a strength saving throw, DC 13. And it has disadvantage because it is under the effects of the poison and it's not being fully controlled. 19 and an 18 on the die. Ah. So, unfortunately, Ugh. it is not restrained, yeah. but it's still surrounded by difficult terrain. The seaweed sort of shoots up and tries to entangle it. It doesn't entangle anything, but that seaweed dissolves into like a gooey black plant matter that is slippery and difficult to move around in. So there's just this big old section of black algae there now. Awesome. Checkers, however, is beelining towards the High Overlord and trying to get as close as possible with his 25-foot movement speed. It is the two grung by the pen's turn. One of them is riding a boar, and one of them tried to lick a rock and throw it itself. This time, he is going to do the same trick, except he's going to, seeing a lot of other stuff going on and seeing Checkers advance, who's clearly not a member of the tribe, nope. in that he is, well, Checkers. He's very really, suave and has the, a nice hat. He's too handsome to be a part right. of the tribe, exactly. <laughs> right. He's like, I am so jealous of your good looks. <laughs> he sells in character that only you can understand. And he also looks around, looks around, uh, 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 picks up a rock, licks it, and then hucks it at you. I'm going to say it's out of his range increment. He doesn't want to move any closer to you. Sure. He'd like to hang out by the high overlord if yeah. at all possible. Uh, so he's going to make this attack with disadvantage. Cool. 11 to hit. Checkers I assume is new. Does another roll and just leaps out of the way fucking, of the rock. Fucking cool. Hell yeah. He's just, like, panicking and trying to lick and throw anything he can within reach. It is the other one's turn, however, who is on the boar. I had a question about this. Is yes. The, the boar is still in the pen, though. Exactly, yes. Okay. Where's the door to the, the pen? The door would be facing away from the edge of the forest. Okay. So. I don't really need, like, distance-wise. I was like, how difficult is it to be riding a mostly uncooperative boar out of a door in a pen? Well, it will soon be very cooperative okay. in that now it has had a full turn for kind of its poison to really start working through. What it's going to do is it's going to concentrate, and you can see it, like, finally settle into the right spot onto the back of this boar. And... Checkers, mm -hmm. you can hear. You're the only one who understands. Again, the other of you can just kind of hear a croak. Yeah. And it says, how does you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to focus all of its attention on controlling its mount instead of doing any sort of attacks or anything uh -huh. like that. It's yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> you see the grung riding turn towards you and glare for you to dare question what it said to spur on its mount. You see it in slow motion jump over the enclosure and with a webbed frog hand. Do you have webbed hands? Yes. With a webbed frog hand, <laughs> you see a frog middle finger <laughs> extend as it jumps over and lands successfully. Hearing Selv's instructions from earlier to cut the ropes, Val pulls out her hand axe and runs toward the high it's overlord. <laughs> we never thought this would come. We choked the about it all last episode. The hand axe has come out. 
Things are bad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that is a, a bellwether. We're plan Z, guys. Yeah, yeah. Firmly plan Z right now. <laughs> but she will get within 20 feet of the creature the High Overlord is riding and attempt to throw the hand axe, not at the creature, but at the ropes across its chest. Okay, that'll be a little bit of a harder check, but by all means, go for it. Val. A ten. You see the axe that you throw end over end, quality throw, but it just doesn't quite get the right angle that you need to hit it, and it skims off of the skin of the giant creature, but it seems unfazed, in part because of the little damage, and also in part because it is just drugged out of its mind. Then with the rest of Val's movement, she is going to back away from the High Overlord, not directly back to where she came, but split the difference where she's as far away as possible from the green grung riding a boar, the red grung who fucking beamed her. (laughs) All of it. All the terrible stuff. (laughs) She's like, maybe I'll just go hang out in the pen. Maybe, I'll just Seems like a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just trying to distance herself from all from everything. Enemies. Yes. All of it. It is now the Red Grung's turn, who is on self. I think the Red Grung is also going to do a slap upon you. It's a natural two. Oh, so nice. it was holding its sling, and then out of nowhere, you came over and bopped it. It sees Val, move around, all that kind of stuff, a lot of confusion, and just, it again, almost reflexively tries to just use its poison, its best first line of defense against you, and you see it coming all the way. I just slap the, his hand to the side with my quarterstaff. Just... And, and that is all he is going to do. It is now the blue grung on the horse's turn. Currently kind of in this black algae situation. Yeah, and so it's just difficult terrain, just difficult correct? Terrain, yes. He is going to use a lot of his movement to try and do a, an attack against Checkers. Oh, boy. That's not good. But he's going to use a lot of his movement trying to get out. And oh. it's 20 feet, right? Yeah, 20 foot cube. So I think it's not even going to be able to do a full ride by. It's just going to make an attack from 10 feet away from you. Cool. A three on the die. Hey. Wow. We had hot dice last yeah. session, <laughs> and including me, and I'm now just going to... That dice is going away. You also hear... Come on, come on! Uh, as it's trying to get its mount through the entangled stuff, yeah, right? And it is just able to barely get to you in time, and it has to like awkwardly lean very forward to try and reach you from a far distance. And Checker just like ducks just underneath yeah. it, and it almost hits the hat, but manages to like duck underneath it. And like I, Junior's like yes. ducking inside. Yes, the hat I was about to say the same thing. As you can see, is slow motion. Also, Junior's eyes just barely poking out of the hat and just seeing it go by. Yep. The guy is totally off balance and totally not able to get a good hit on you. Then a another green stop, grung stop, stop, please is going to enter into the combat. Cool. I don't like it because you were being so mean to me just now, mm-hmm. Jonathan. Could you roll me a d4, please? Absolutely. That d4 is going to be one. Self. One high overlord comes over. Yeah. <laughs> the highest overlord comes right. over. Oh, uh, self. You see a green grung waddle over, and it is just holding an armful of the what you now know are explosives, essentially. And it trundles over just holding four or five of them. It is not an elegant, you know, it has no carrying system or whatever. 
and it looks around and then looks at you and then grabs one. And could you make me a dexterity saving throw, please? <laughs> Does the bonus to the poison save come into this? No. No. Okay. That would be a whopping seven. That is not enough, unfortunately. Ten points of damage. Oh, oh man. Geez. Yowza. That's, uh... That hurts. Yeah, that is, uh... We're not good now. And at the bottom of the order, it is the giant's turn. You again hear the High Overlord squawk out something. I'll re-describe this creature. It is, again, 15 feet tall. Hunched over a little bit. You don't know whether it is naturally hunched over or if a combination of its drugged-out stupor and the High Lord riding on top of it kind of necessitates it hunching over, but it has these long, spindly arms, gross, long fingernails, and this strange, distorted face that has very unappealing features <laughs> and is looking at you totally slack-jawed, like totally lights out, no one home kind of situation. And you see it slowly raise one of its hands up, turns its gaze to Kaskarin, and reaches out to grab you. Ah, jeez. It would normally, because it is a large creature, would have advantage on these sorts of grapple checks, but it is highly drugged, so it is going to roll regularly. Could you make me an opposed athletics check? Or acrobatics, I believe. Or acrobatics. Heavy plate not dwarf gonna, not who's made of one. rock. Just throwing it out there. I have a 23. I have much less than that. I rolled a four <laughs> nice, on the die. Nice. So it reaches out and it encloses its hands around you. What do you do? Or like, what does it look like for Kaskrin to roll a 23 and just get out? Kaskrin is... He can't see anything, but it's like... Luke Skywalker in the Force. Yeah, There's totally. A moment I totally forgot you were blind. <laughs> reaches towards him. He senses the hand. He feels the air, and he just does a forward dive, barely avoiding oh, the cool. hand. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by A Foul Light Shines a new free serial novel based on a D&D campaign. The Empire of Fire and Water has known 20 golden years of peace since the end of Agenion's War, a peace which is now in peril. When a ragtag group of friends intervene in a grotesque monster attack, they're too late to save a wounded man who leaves them with an encrypted journal and the words, Trust no one, Tyre. Can the gang find Tyre, escape the claws of more strange monsters, and uncover the lurking threat to the Empire before it's too late? This story features themes of found family and strength in diversity, and is available for free on Campfire and Royal Road. A foul light shines. Come for the fantasy. Stay for the cheese-obsessed goblin gunslinger. Dark Dice is a critically acclaimed actual play podcast brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. With over 20 awards in sound design, Dark Dice brings its horror-themed campaigns to life with snappy combats, terrifying monsters, and tons of original music. Each episode is only 45 minutes long and features 
an all-star cast of seasoned role players and first-time players alike, including folks you might recognize, like Jeff Goldblum, Lily Pichu, and Jasper William Cartwright. Start with Season 1 and follow the adventurers on their quest to investigate a doppelganger, or jump into Season 2 and listen to a new story about a terrible, corrupting sound that infects all who hear it. Dark Dice is available for free however you listen to podcasts or at darkdice.com. So ask yourself, do you seek him? Top of the round. Checking in on the other side of the battle, I would like everyone to make me... Look how generous of a dungeon master I am. I want you to pause for a moment and really take in my splendor uh, in my generosity. Oh, thank you. That's a good start. That's a good start. I'm going to ask everyone to make me a dexterity or constitution saving throw. So good to us. And I'm rolling the same check for the grung as well. What do we do to deserve this? Ugh. I get a natural 20 now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a good time to get one, though. I'll tell you. Ooh, actually, Kaskrin, you don't have to roll because it is a visual effect. Oh, great. So Perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> so so good and kind. Who rolled a 12 or higher? Me. As did I. You got a Val and a Selv and not a Checkers. Checkers has an 8. Okay. On dex- dexterity or constitution? I did a constitution because Checkers actually isn't proficient in dexterity. Selv and Val. You guys are still kind of close to each other, though I know Val has been strategically triangulating yes. maximum distance between the all enemies. The trigonometry is really going strong <laughs> yeah, in the brain it's, right it's now. That, it's that meme with all the math happening <laughs> yeah. in front, except that Val except actually is very smart. She's like got her eye, only her eyes above her shield, just like, I'm watching you. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you have your shield in hand, because what happens is you see a huge flash of light on the other side of the battlefield. You see something streaking across, and for some reason you're able to just get your eyes turned away just in time to see a firebolt hit the pile of explosive you sacks, know, sacks we'll yeah. say, because I don't want to say bladder anymore. I'm over it. I'm done. <laughs> You guys get it. It's whatever. Bladder, more like blotter. No. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole thing just... Huge explosion. Very bright. It's not inherently super flammable, but there's so much of it that it just, boom, goes up. Selv, what do you do to kind of avert your... Well, I rolled a dexterity save, which gave me a 16... So what I imagine Selv would do is that he had just gotten hit with that poison blotter. (laughs) (laughs) So he was a little bit turned around, but he probably also saw that little fire bolt. And based on the descriptions we had previously of the camp, he had a general idea of where it was going. So he turned and threw his arm up over his eyes as quickly as he could. And then he could see the flash of light like through his arm just got you know it gets a little bit brighter and then he snaps back into his defensive pose with the staff in front of him excellent Kaskrin nothing happens you hear a big you hear a big explosion I end of sentence yeah right yep I'm like that I'm not dead yet cool great checkers yep as you are looking down 
the High Lord. Yes. You're obviously, you dodged the spear that came at you, but your goal is I am getting to that big creature and I am climbing it. I am, that's right. At its back, you see this big <laughs> fiery explosion <laughs> and you are... I believe there's a song about this. Yeah. <laughs> Blinded by the light. So I don't really want you to be blinded. I realized in the moment you were going to be blinded, but then it's like, that's not super fun. So what I'm actually going to say instead is that you are slowed oh. for one round. You still get a little bit of choice, but it won't be just, well, you're blind, idiot. <laughs> not <laughs> no. like your dwarf friend uh-huh. who's, ha you're blind, idiot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no. a flash bomb, but also kind of like a concussive yeah, blast. Yeah, exactly, where it just... It was so jarring yeah. that it just took him out of it for just a right. second. Because like it's relatively dark outside of the fires, but all of a sudden this thing just exactly. this blast of light just overwhelms me to the point where I stumble and I like can't quite tell where anything is, and I just have difficulty really just need moving that forward. like that three seconds right. to refocus. Right, yeah, exactly. But you guys don't really, with all of that sort of action, you don't really see what the verdant wave is up to, but you have a good idea. I'm going to look back very quickly at Val and send through the mind link. Mm, I could use healing if you have it. Ouch. (laughs) Remember how I came to save you. (laughs) I'm regretting that now. Remember Um, me as I once was. (laughs) Remember me as I used to be. Val will ask, do you have a potion? No. Okay. Sel will turn and attack the red grung in front of him. So, you hit it pretty hard last time, yeah, so... Uh, the, ooh, that's going to be a one. <gasps> oh. Bonus action. I got to take him down. Seems, yeah. 20 to hit. Yep. And a whopping one plus a few more is going to be, I believe, three points of damage. <sighs> that doesn't do it. No. Of course not. No. doesn't do it. It's not like I'm rolling a D8 or anything and have plenty of other choices. Yep. To try to get in there. That was a couple ones in a row. I know it goes against everything... You hold dear in your dice system, but you should roll the black d20 and the red d8. <laughs> that's true. He, that's that's Steve, just chaos. That's Steve, just for, as long chaos. As, for as long as we've played with him, has had two sets of dice. He's had one black set and one red set. And Never the two the, shall meet. Yeah, he rolls the red ones together and the black ones well, cause, together. Because typically I'm rolling a couple of attacks yeah, in a turn. Exactly. And, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's easier if oh, you keep it together. I'm not saying your dice system is not sound. Yeah. I'm just saying those are the two that right are hot now, tonight. Right yeah. now. Uh, I told you. Six on, the, six on the D8. Uh-huh. All right. Which would have been enough. I will take that under consideration for next time. <laughs> we'll see. Kaskarin, it is your turn. I believe we've ruled it previously that you are unblinded now. Is that correct? Do you remember? Or is it end of the turn? But fortunately, Kaskrin actually has 10 feet of blindsight. I was going to say, you have tremor sense. So so. specifically not tremor sense. Oh, okay. That's a different thing. But through his affinity with the ground and through years of fighter's intuition, he has a pretty good sense of where things are. Yeah. And so as he dives forward to avoid the hand, he picks himself up and he can feel kind of the weight of this creature on the ground in front of him and he can make out just some sort of presence in front of him. He swings with the halberd to try to slash across the chest and cut as many of the ropes holding the Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. This thing is not moving quickly. It is large and I love the way you described it as like I'm just going for center mass and hoping that I hit some things. Yeah, I can't see it. I'm just slashing whatever I can. So would you prefer to do damage to the giant or are you exclusively trying to go for the ropes. 
Purcell's recommendations, I'm exclusively trying to go for the ropes. Okay, that sounds good. A little higher AC, but if you hit it, good things will happen. That's a 19. 19 hits. Six points of damage. So these are thick ropes. They're not super well made. They're essentially vines wrapped up together and dried out. But you see Kaskarin slices through one of them. Even blind, even facing down this huge creature, even having been smacked in the face with an explodey ball of gross old fruit, he slices through one of the four ropes holding on. And from atop the giant, you hear, as the throne wobbles just a little bit as one of the ropes is cut. I'm like blinking my eyes. I see this thing towering in front of me and I'm like, we're not done yet. It is the High Lord's turn though. He is once again, I think, going to pop over and look down to see what caused the tremor suddenly and sees that Kaskarin is holding this big halberd and has successfully sliced across the chest of its mount. His already bugged grung eyes bug even farther. You see him dive down again and emerge with another one of the sacks <laughs> of rotten fruit. Make me a dexterity saving throw, Kaskarin. That is going to be an eight. Ooh, bad damage. Three points of damage. Okay, he only takes one because of resistance, mm-hmm. but he just feels this like slight concussive force on his side. And he ducks back down behind everything, and you can't really see him. Checkers is currently slowed by the blinding light. Your speed is halved. You take a slight penalty to AC and dexterity saving throws. Can't use reactions. We'll deal with that if it becomes sure. important. Sure. And then you can use either an action or a bonus action, not both. Checkers is going to hop forward, trying to close the distance between himself and the High Overlord's giant. He is, as an action, going to turn back around and fire off a thorn whip at the blue grung on the horse to try and pull it off as he moves away from them. Yep, love it. 17. That hits. Four points of piercing damage from the thorn whip, and as Checkers is just tumbling away from it, the... Blue Grung gets yanked off of his horse 10 feet towards Checkers and the spear goes tumbling with it. Awesome. How far away is Checkers from the High Overlord at this point? I'm going to say with your slowed movement, I'm fine with you being essentially close enough that if you move Mm -hmm. your half speed now and move your full speed next time, you'll be at it. Perfect. It is the Green Grung's turn. First the one who has been just spitting rocks at people very unsuccessfully. He is actually going to go over, seeing the success of his fellow Green Grung member, is going to go over to what appears to be just a humanoid who is being drugged and is going to clamber up on top of it, and that will be its turn. And then now it is the one on the Wild Boar's turn. He has not been dealt with just yet. He is going to try to... Come on. Come on. I was going to say, I think he's going to try to run down. Actually, no. I know he's going to. (laughs) He, yeah, and I, he and I have a vendetta there's a right lot, now. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but I have not forgotten that all the way yet. So. I imagine Checkers ready for it, yelling, Yeehaw! <laughs> While the, the grung riding the <laughs> boar, it, I don't remember. Yahi. Yahi! In this like, game of chicken. chicken yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's chicken, but the grung riding the boar is saying it very, like, deadly serious. Yeah. Like, Yahi. <laughs> <laughs> He says almost under his breath. 
the boar is going to charge at you. As he faces down this charging boar, knowing that he has to try and get out of this way, he's still going to just like make a jab at the guy like, no, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> Checkers knows that he is right. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In his dying moments. Uh, okay. <laughs> that is an 18 to hit. Hits. Because it is a charge, uh, you take no. a little extra damage. I deserve this. <laughs> Five points of slashing damage. And make me a strength saving throw, please. Strength saving throw. I think I have a plus two on that. Four total. You are knocked prone as this boar comes. And you see this boar is huffing and puffing over you a little bit. And from over it, you see the wild eyes of a grung and says, (laughs) Yahee. And that's the end of its turn. Hearing self ask for help. Val will cast her last spell. Okay. And cast Healing Word on Selv as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You regain six hit points. And then as an action, she will cast a Mind Sliver at the Red Grung. Okay. Please have it make an Intelligence Saving Throw, DC 13. Fail. Sweet. Nice. Come on. Six. Max damage. Points. Val. What does it look like when you kill this, this, your truest nemesis, (laughs) Red Grung, who hits you in the face with a rock? She's still in the defensive stance behind her shield with like one leg back, crouched, trying to survey the battlefield. But she softens a little bit as she hears herself like, no, I need help and sees that the Red Grung is responsible for both her pain and Sel's pain. She whispers into the back of her shield, which has a holy symbol on the back as well as the front, and just says, may you find the knowledge you seek. One eye is closed because it's full of blood and gross. stinging, must (laughs) feel terrible. And she just like, with all of the love she has for Sel's, and the hatred of anyone that would hurt him. <laughs> and also send, her. Uh, her, like, less so. She loves her friends and just sends that energy out in a moat of energy yeah. that slams not to the back of the skull like it normally does, but straight through its eyes. Yeah, and it is just knocked, you know, head over heels backwards, down, gone. Mm. Headached to death. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> you gave it a migraine and it just fell asleep. Belle will then use her movement to triangulate where she is furthest away from (laughs) That is fine. We'll say you do that. No worries. Red Grung is gone. Red Grung. Red Grung. (laughs) Blue Grung on horse is still around. He is. Hopefully not. Although off of horse, right? Yeah. Oh, he is off of horse. Pulled him off of horse. That's very true. He was essentially holding... We'll call it a lance. Sure. I think technically if you look it up in the PHB, it's listed as shitty lance. (laughs) Um, But because it is a lance, he is not able to wield it effectively, not on his mount. (laughs) So I think in its initial panic is going to try and stab at you with it, but it's going to do so at disadvantage. I'm prone too, so. Oh, that's true. It'll do it at normal. Oh boy, this this turned out. I should not have come out of those trees. (laughs) 17. I really should not have come out of those trees. That hits. Seven points of damage. Why do you hurt us, though? 
I did not hurt you. Checkers is just like struggling to get to the high overlord and he just blasts it uh. in the face with light and then turns around <laughs> and does a game of chicken with the boar, gets knocked on his ass, <laughs> loses and then the game of loses chicken. the game, and then gets stabbed with a spear. <laughs> it's like, boy, this did not turn out the way I wanted it to. I will say that. Yep. Well, Checkers could use more of that in his life, probably, yeah, right? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> of his schemes right. not working the way yeah. he hopes that they would. No, he's still having fun with it, though. <laughs> yeah. He's not regretting it yet. No. As Selv develops a new saying of, I hope this does not become a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Green Grung with the handful of bombs' turn. He's going to chuck another one at Selv. Please make me a dexterity saving throw. I don't, I don't know which die to use. All right, red, we're, we're going red. We're going red. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ten? Ten is a pass. Woo, yes. Nice. This nice. guy is not as good at throwing bombs as the High Overlord is. You're able to dodge just out of the way enough and kind of step aside so that it hits, but you're just outside of the blast of it, basically. Oof. Now, it is the giant's turn once more. Ugh. I think Kaskrin's the only one who's still in melee, right? Val got the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, I, I, Val is still there. She attempted to throw the hand axe and didn't go well, and she's like, I can't throw literally anything else. Okay, it's going to try and grab you again. All right. Opposed athletics. 23. I rolled a seven on the die. So I cannot be moved. <laughs> you, you are a rock. Things move around you. You ever wanted to know what an, when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? <laughs> yeah, this is it. Bet this on, is it. Bet on the dwarf made out of rock, I guess. Um, I feel like it's just as effective as the claw machine that you try to get some <laughs> yeah, animals yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like his bald head. Yeah. I'm just imagining I'm imagining it like hovering over the battlefield and then just falling, like going limp and trying to get you. Like it's some sort of platformer Super Nintendo boss. <laughs> but it once again... The Golden Grung chooses. Yeah. Uh, is unable to get you. Top of the order. Once more. Battle continues to rage. Things are happening. You guys have dispatched a large number of the Grung who have come to you. There's still a couple of green Grung. One who is on a boar over checkers. One who is trying to get a mortal up as a mount to kind of move around in. There is a blue Grung also menacing checkers. There is a green guy who's been chucking bombs at you and is holding a bunch of bombs. And then, oh, also there's the high overlord uh, sitting yeah. atop all of that. Got too many choices, too many choices. How bad off does Checkers look? Checkers uh, is aside, like, <laughs> aside from being towered over yeah, on a giant bad. boar. Yeah. <laughs> How bad he, does he feel? He's pretty bloodied and covered in mud, but the real hurt is to his pride. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but also his body. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is, it's both. As it yeah, turns yeah. out, it was yeah, emotional yeah. and physical wounds. <laughs> All right. In that case, can I make it to Checkers and the Grung riding the boar? Yes. You have enough movement. No problem. Okay. Sel will send a, a quick thank you to Val through the mind link and sprint off and actually run, jump, and flying kick at the grung yes. that is on top of the boar. Hell yes. yes. Yeah. Nice. Going red and black this time. Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. How about we up the ante here? Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Double or nothing. <laughs> flying kick. Cinematic. Awesome. You are flying through trying to kick this grung off of a boar. If you successfully do it, you'll get inspiration. Ooh. If you miss, 
you land prone. I will take like your a, character sheet like from you. Like a nerd. <laughs> and everyone will laugh at you. That, uh... Okay. We'll, we'll do it. We're doing it. We're yeah. doing it. Yeah, come We're on. Alive. We're doing it. Come on. <gasps> nine to hit. No! What would have been nine points of damage, though. <laughs> And he so makes you can you just give him the inspiration retroactively. Right <laughs> now, he gets it for Do this. Do you want to use a bonus action? Also I, I, in midair. I would like to, as I'm coming by, to smack him with the staff. <laughs> yep, yep. He successfully ducks down a little bit like a jaw. Actually, no, what he does is he leans forward in a way that you didn't expect to continue taunting checkers, uh-huh. and then you just fly past, yeah. and you realize... No. <laughs> I think what you meant was... No. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no. So we will bonus action with the staff. <gasps> ooh, ooh. 21 to hit. And how uh, much damage? Five points. Self, could you please... Explain what happens (laughs) as you both land prone and get inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like I said, Self takes off sprinting and leaps into the air with his foot extended and the staff cranked back behind him around his back. And it comes flying past and the grung that was taunting checkers on the ground ducks down a little bit more and Self almost flies overhead. But as he's going past, he flings his staff back and smacks the grung on the back of the head as he's going by. But in doing so, clips his foot on the boar tusk (laughs) and basically catapults himself over the boar and lands face first onto the ground. And he just looks over because now there's he's on the ground in front of a big boar. And, and sees, checkers. And, and checkers. <laughs> uh, next to checkers. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, you guys are literally, I'm going to say, next to each other. <laughs> next to checkers. He looks back and up at the grung that was on top there, and just enough to see the grung slide off yep. the boar and land onto the ground on the opposite side of checkers from where Selv is. He's on the ground, and he just says, So about this checkers game. <laughs> Sal, do you really think this is the time for this? It's not full contact, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that'll be it. We'll, we'll leave it there. Seems good. Kaskarin. So, this is a dumb idea. I like it. Immediately. immediately it. Okay. Already. What I'll say is you you have some interesting strategies. A lot of people are keeping a lot of people alive and up and in the fight. There's still ropes to cut. There's still a lot of variables to go on. So, give me your weird ideas. What I would love to do is drop the halberd run up to the giant and just grapple him, take out a dagger and try to slice off two of the ropes and try to really unbalance this thing. I want to like get up in his face and just be grappled against this giant mount. So what I would say is give me an athletics check and there'll be degradations of success. And if you roll very well, I'll let you climb so much that you are able to essentially reach to its shoulder and cut one of the straps going across the chest and one of the ones going around its arm and shoulder. Okay. 19. Seems good to me. You're able to climb up? Yes. Kaskrin throws the halberd to the ground, pulls out his side dagger, and just charges at this thing. He jumps up, grabs onto like one of the giant shoulder straps holding this thing in place, and is just pulling himself yeah. up Yes, this, that was exactly chest. what I was thinking. As he gets up towards the shoulder, he digs in the dagger as far as it will go into this creature's flesh and pulls, slicing cleanly through through one of the shoulder straps. Oh, I'm going to need you to still make a damage roll. 
but I'm gonna let you if you roll hmm roll me two damage rolls so two d4s six you are able to get through one of them and start getting into the other one but you won't have to move you can feel the throne that he's sitting on start to roll backwards as you hear panicked grung noises escape from inside of it two straps down it is the high lord's turn he is going to pop out once more and in a panic is going to emerge on top of the giant essentially abandoning his throne palisade whatever thing and is hunched over on all fours looking around again this big rotund frog and sees that Kaskarin is up and he's going to crawl over to Kaskarin and is going to try and touch him I'm going to say just roll me a constitution saving throw with advantage due to your dwarfiness natural 20 nice 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 I'll tell you. I feel like you needed the natural 20. Yeah, roll not. It's not necessarily you needed the natural 20. It did help a lot. (laughs) You see the high overlord is just filled with disdain, but also superiority and slowly reaches its slimy webbed finger and touches you right on the face. And it's like this dramatic, like it almost shakes with just passion and that kind of stuff. And then nothing happens. <laughs> Kaskin just has this like goopy mucus yes. just like dripping On down face. his face. And he's just Wah. like stoic looking at him. Yeah, it's like, is that all you got? Yeah, just totally making complete eye contact right. the whole time. But it's just utterly gross. So this is a checkers character moment where currently he's prone right now. So he's just going to kind of look over to Selv and just say to him, Selv, what are you doing here? I had it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I had it. <laughs> he is going to just like wipe his face off real fast. He's going to use the fighter ability second wind. Yep, seems good. He's going to take a quick breath. I'll roll the d10. Damn! Ten. Ooh, right. That's very big. Yeah. Checker is just sort of like, Sal, don't do that again. I had <laughs> it, all right? I, I was good. And then I'll, I'll, I'll stand he up. He says, Again, lightly gored right, on his yeah. back, covered right. with mud. And, and I'm doing this as like a checkers does not want help. Inside, he might appreciate Selv's help a little bit, but outwardly, he he's cannot, like... He cannot yeah. admit right. that he appreciated yeah. what happened. Yeah. Sorry, I was going for the boar. Right, right. <laughs> he won't let himself admit that Selv was helpful. Yeah. But what he will do is he will stand up and he will take the action to dash. He is going to jump away from the blue grung, from, away from the prone Selv and beeline for the High Overlord as quickly as he can. Okay. Because he has an idea of what he wants to do, and he is not going to let Kaskrin steal his thunder right now. I'm going to say you're close enough that if you wanted to jump somewhere onto the giant, you would have enough movement. If I could actually jump onto the back of Kaskrin, that would be great. Yes. (laughs) Jaggers, what the hell is happening? He's my mount. Right. (laughs) Because... Checker sees this. He wants to climb high. He wants the glory of doing something. Of with something. This of something. <laughs> Literally he anything. Know, he doesn't know what it is yet, but he's going to dash over to the higher overlord as quickly as he can, leap up into the air, and just cling on to the back of Kaskrin. Be like, Kask, hey, Checkers, what are you doing? Get off of me. <laughs> and he's not, he's not going to respond to that, but that is his turn. <laughs> Reckless Attack, an actual play, Stacking Characters podcast. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. So if you die, I'll feel so sad. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The green grung, 
who is still in the pen, is going to have its humanoid make an athletics check to jump over the fence. It does so. That is all that happens there. Valeska. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm not sure Jonathan or Checkers no, oh, do either. No, no idea. <laughs> I have an idea of what I want to happen eventually. Yep, got but it. How we're getting there? No, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, either way, there's like a 51% chance that this will help the situation. You know, at this point, I think those so, are acceptable odds, I would imagine. Val will cast a mind sliver at the High Overlord in hopes yep. that he will take a minus to his saving throw that will most likely happen. Yep, whatever whatever round. it's going to be. Yes, absolutely. Love it. DC 13 intelligence saving throw, please. Failure. Woo! Oh, nice. Five points of damage, and he will subtract a D4 from God, his next saving throw. God, if he only had, like, four HP this whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It gives done him incredible poisoning powers, but it has <laughs> right. slowly been wasting him away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Val will again triangulate her position where she still sees everything that's happening. Absolutely. Particularly I and the thing with a sack of sacks. The stack of sacks. Actually, <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Because this is a stacking game. <laughs> and we'll just make sure she's very <laughs> far an, actu- an actual stacking podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> from, from that guy. Reckless a stack. Uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, let me note that as the name for this one. <laughs> yep. Write that down. Okay. It is the blue grung's turn. He is not close enough to anyone to do anything, actually, right? Or no, where's Sel? Sel is still there. So he's going to take just a straight up attack against Selv. Does a 16 hit? It does. Six points of damage. Either come, either go. Yeah, there goes pretty. all that healing. That is his turn. It is Green Guys with the bomb's turn. He is going to chuck one at Valeska. I specifically said I was far away from him. He's going to move closer to you. God damn it. <laughs> and chuck one at you. <laughs> Dexterity saving throw, please. Come on now. There's no... 19 oh, hey. dive. Yeah, nice. You are keeping a <laughs> specific eye on yeah. that grung, and yeah. you're like, no, 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 <laughs> fuck you. No, I see no, him coming close no. to me, and I'm like, no, fuck yeah, you, exactly. fuck you, get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> Not you, sir. Exactly. <laughs> and you successfully get out of the way uh, of that guy. Self just hears that and bails my mind. Fuck you, no, no, get out of here. Um, <laughs> ooh, so it is now the giant's turn. And the <laughs> this is where I'm gonna die. <laughs> the, high, the high overlord. Well, if he goes to grab you, there's checkers there. Yeah, so. <laughs> there's a fifty-fifty chance he'll grab checkers. So, so the high overlord croaks out something. Checkers is the only one who understands it, and you hear the high overlord say, "Shake my pet, shake." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna have everyone make me a. And by, every, by, by everyone, everyone, yeah. you mean, you mean everyone on self. the giant, no. make a strength saving throw. Checkers, you're going to get advantage, and the high overlord are going to get advantage, both for your sticky climbingness and because you were aware what was about to happen. High overlord saves. Ooh, but he takes a d4 against. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, he does. Yeah. Nope, he's still even. He yeah. rolled a four on the d4 and still just barely made it. Natural twenty. Woo. 12. That's a save. 
You see this big creature very slowly just shake again like a dog I'm almost. I'm imagining his arms are out a little bit. Yes, and just <laughs> just <laughs> limply going around. And then I, I also imagine cool. the golden grung is like, like the jowls are jowls moving back and forth. <laughs> it's almost hypnotic, but that is its turn. Selv, it's top of the round. Oh boy! So there's a stack of things. Yes. There's a blue grung who's stabbing you. There's what isn't there? There's a sack thrower. There's a sack yeah. thrower, yeah. which I don't love the name of, but <laughs> it is technically accurate. So half my movement, stand up. Yes. Then I'm going to move to the sack thrower. Steve, I don't <laughs> I don't care for the amount of staring and eyebrow cocking <laughs> when you said the word sack thrower I, at me I, specifically. I am going to take the quarterstaff and step up and actually jab it straight into one of those sacks that it is still holding. Okay. <laughs> I'm no. going to ask you to make an attack. 17. Ooh, nice. To hit. That hits. Now, I'm going to have you and the Grung make a very important dexterity saving throw, and he is going to take disadvantage because he's okay. holding all sell, of them. Uh, sell, I am, can sell, I use the sell, inspiration sell, for this? Absolutely. Yeah. I think sell, that's, sell, sell, Steve, I'm going to tell you, I think sell, that's a sell, great idea because okay. it is sell, holding sell, a good sell, number of sell, these things. Sell, 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 sell. Sell, so sell. with the inspiration, that is a 21 to save. Yeah. Okay. With the disadvantage, that is a 14 to save. Self? Yes? You take two points of damage. Oh, boy. And the grung holding all of these bombs <laughs> just explodes into a fine mist. <laughs> it's just dead. Yeah. <laughs> just the torso of this grung is no longer on the material plane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Self, that is your turn. Kaskarin. He's just holding on for dear life. There's still a grung hand on your... F- I mean, sort of, like, only theatrically, like, it would still have to touch you again, but all of the things are still happening. They're what do you do happening. with them? Kaskarin is just like, Checkers, what are you doing here? Hang on, Kask, I got this, I got this. <laughs> and he just tries to pull the dagger a little bit farther through the strap. Next one, I am going to ask for an attack and damage roll. Natural one. Ooh. I'm uh, just so distracting. Yeah. yeah. Checkers is too distracting. That it's like, like when the thing wobbles, Checkers is just enough weight to throw things yeah, off. Yeah, throw yep. things off. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? That's it. <laughs> okay. Like, Checkers, go for the High Overlord. I don't know. <laughs> It is the High Overlord's turn, and he is once again, he's going to look confused and, like, angry that you have both stayed on and resisted his glorious grung influence. I would like you to make me another constitution saving throw, please. With advantage, of course. Fifteen. That is enough. Nice. Yeah. Close one. I rolled two elevens. Close one. So once again... Now he has both hands on either side of your face and he's shaking your head, <laughs> just like croaking, being like, come on, come on. That's his turn. <laughs> Checkers. Checkers is also going to try something very, very stupid. Seems good. On Seems good. So Checkers what? got to this. I change now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his whole point of coming up here was to try and use his thorn whip in such a way that he could pull the High Overlord off of his platform, which now that the High Overlord is standing on top of the platform is much easier. Yeah. So what he, Checkers is going to do is he's going to launch himself at a 45 degree angle 
off of Kaskrin into the air, and in midair, point the crossbow at the High Overlord and fire off a thorn whip. Okay? I love it. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask... Ooh, okay, so the pulling automatically happens if yeah, you hit... if I hit him. If I don't hit him, I'm plummeting to my death. So what I'm... <laughs> so, rather, I'm plummeting to my death regardless of what happens. It's a question of, can I take the High Overlord with me? <laughs> what I'm going to say happens... He's going to have a little bit of an AC boost. Okay. <laughs> that does not help me. <laughs> but but you do double damage. Because you are using your weight to uh-huh. pull him with you. Okay. That you will do extra damage. And you'll get just a little bit more AC. I, don't I like again, this like proposition we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not? Let's play it fun. All again, right. like, give especially, and take. especially if you're going to do something cool and flavorful uh-huh. like that. I then like you two wood for one sheep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll ask, I'll ask Steve instead. Like, no, I don't like those odds. All right. All right. Come on. Come on, checkers die. Oh, 23. Oh. 23 to hit. That is an absolutely a hit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Five points of damage total for Thornwood. Kaskarin, I don't think you can see anything of what's going on because the High Overlord has your head in his hands and is shaking you. <laughs> but you suddenly feel checkers kick off of you. <laughs> I was like, what? what? And then you see the high overlord, this fish hook just come in and hook into him and its eyes bug out and just slow motion <laughs> flies off. Can you please describe to me your victory over the High Overlord. <laughs> so I'm imagining this as the High Overlord is being pulled towards Checkers. Checkers maneuvers him in such a way so as to start riding him like a surfboard yep. down onto the ground. And all of you just hear this thud as this massive golden grung with a big jowl goes tumbling headfirst into the ground with a blue frog riding on him going, Yeehaw! <laughs> And that's where we'll end our episode this oh, week, everyone. Wow. Great success. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you all. We have a new high overlord. It's Jeffrey. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. You, you oh, keep no. what you kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>